Hey there, gardeners. It is early December. I actually started recording this on Monday or Tuesday, but uh, some little voices, uh, or a little voice in my house uh, kind of interrupted me, so I didn't really get to, oh, I'm so sad about this. I didn't really get to finish it, so I'm coming out today to do a December garden update out here. I'm checking on potting bench after our first major freeze of the year, which is basically right on time. This is about the time we get our first freeze. Last year we had that early one in October, and we've had them as late as January as being our first uh, freeze, but this year we have it right on time. I'm just kind of checking up on things. I've already kind of walked around and seen everything the other day, but it's been a couple days. I actually had a lot of rain actually yesterday. Rain off and on all day. So I wasn't outside too much. So I'm actually kind of checking on to see what the effects are, you know, several days after the fact of this, this freeze. So the potting bench, I moved a few things that I knew were sensitive. Like I had some Tulsi uh, seedlings that I just put, grabbed out of the garden. I pulled all the major Tulsi plants I was intending to <laughs> sit around and dry them and pull the leaves off, but I, and I still have the big ball sitting on my, on my back porch here, but I did not get a chance because I came home from camping over Thanksgiving, getting ready for Christmas decorations, had to get back into the school and work week, and I've just not had a chance to do any of that. And I think, I think those plants are actually gonna end up in the compost instead. So that's fine. I'm, you can't do everything as a gardener unless you have a bunch of helpers and uh, that's not what I have. So Tulsi is going to be compost instead of dried leaves for tea, which I have a little bit of tea from last year. So I'm not too worried about that. And I've got some extra little seedlings that I pulled that I covered uh, over on my porch with a few other things that were cold sensitive. And they're, they're doing fine. We've moved all of our orchids and bromeliads inside and some of the other tropicals, plumeria. We have a couple of um, baobab trees that are uh, in pots that are be in pots forever because they are not going to survive here. And then there's a couple of seedlings on my potting, which I wish I had moved that they're natives, but I didn't know that they were going to be so cold sensitive. I think they're going to come back and I'm going to end up Next time we get a, a decent freeze again, I'm going to move them. I'm not going to leave them out. And I'm hoping that some of this other stuff will come back from the roots. I just don't know how, how sensitive that freeze was to them. So let's walk around. My first stop is a Brugmansia, the white Brugmansia back here that always looks beautiful in the fall and starts blooming and then gets nipped by the freeze and it looks pretty sad and pathetic but it'll come back it'll probably die back about halfway uh this year and always comes back into a nice little i don't know four foot shrubby sort of situation the gingers that well we have some butterfly ginger that looks a little bit worse for the wear than it did a couple days ago and the gingers i bought earlier this year from the mercer arboretum they looked better the other day. Now I think the, the, the effects of the freeze are actually catching up with them a little bit, but they'll be fine uh, coming back from the roots next year. 
banana trees look <laughs> sad as well. And uh, some things actually still look pretty good. I mean, the garden looks pretty pathetic. It's, it's, it's senescing uh, for the winter and it doesn't look so great. There's a lot of leaves in there, which is fine. Uh, leave the leaves, uh, as the saying goes, for uh, ground-dwelling insects and frogs and things like that. And uh, what is coming up down there? I have <laughs> something coming up in the garden that I'm not sure what it is because I haven't been able to see it. It's been hiding underneath the frostweed uh, forest that I had going last year and I'm gonna kind of kind of curious what this is gonna be growing up there so I will probably not do too much well I will I'll do some cutback stuff this weekend of a lot of the stuff that's not gonna come back this year like all of my passiflora incarnata vine I'm gonna rip that out and I'll I will do a lot of ripping and trimming but I'm gonna wait on moving this frostweed I want to move it back to the back part of the garden this year so because it's very tall and I kind of shaded out some things. Move that to the back and move some things around. But I won't do that till January, maybe February. And then I'll get new mulch in here. I'll have to be careful because of some seedlings that may be popping up as well. And then looks like the other major false damage is my pink. Oh man, so mad. Sorry to distract you there from that Brugmanzia talk, but... Looks like a deer knocked over a cage I had over a compass plant, a silphium. Um, I've been trying to protect it. I mean, I had a bloom about a month ago. And it looks like the deer knocked it over. It's not staked in, so that's what the deal is there. And yes, yeah, so the Brugmansia, the pink one, is done for as well. I'll hack it back and it will... It's got a crazy root ball situation going on at the surface. <laughs> These things are old and I probably should throw some cuttings on our local next door group for anybody local because there'll be plenty of cuttings to take from that plant. All the salvia coccinia is toast, but its progeny and seeds will rebound next year. And then the, I think it's called Mexican, oh, there's a little cucumber beetle, it's cute. Um, the Mexican honeysuckle has Justicia spicigera, spicigera. It always gets burnt uh, from a freeze and it's, it looked good the other day, but again, it takes a day or two for these freeze effects to come in and uh, definitely seeing some browning and blackening of the leaves on the top, but the plant underneath, it looks great. Last year, I don't even think it really, it may have gotten burnt in October and kind of bounced back because we didn't have a huge, too many hard freezes after that, but it always does well. It actually might need a cut back this year. So let me look at trimming a few of the limbs this year, but it, it, it is a really tough, it's not a native, but it's a tough plant for Texas and the butterflies uh, and hummingbirds really like it. So that's, that's one to add. It's not native, but I do appreciate it. And it's not terribly, um, Aggressive. I have seen one or two seedlings pop up, but it's taking it's taking a while for that to happen. It's not something that gets out of control. And oh, <laughs> the uh, 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 mountain marigold—I think that's what it's called—the Texas mountain marigold. I'm, I'm, I'm maybe missing up the name there. 
It again looked good the other day and it looks like it got hammered a little bit. And it was one of the few things that were blooming right in this fall period of time. But it does look rather sad out here at the flower garden. And it makes me happy, I guess, because I don't feel like I have to do too much work in the garden right now when it's colder than I like and uh, dark at night and I don't want to do too much. So I'm going to walk out here to the edible garden. Just follow up with, with everything I already know <laughs> happened. And it is, it needs a lot of weeding. The chickweed is kind of getting out of control. A lot of winter um, annual weeds are getting a little crazy, but I haven't, it's been a little crazy. I have not spent much time out here. My greens all look pretty good. All of the mustards, collards, kale, that all looks pretty happy and healthy. My roselle, so sad. I was leaving a lot of it for seeds. And I don't know, I wonder if, no. Oh no, these seed pods don't look like they're good. I was thinking if I left, maybe they would still ripen, but they don't look. I will chop all this down and probably, again, have a big pile of stuff for the compost. Okra that I was leaving for seed. There's one good seed pod, which is fine, but everything else will go. And, oh yeah, my poor Abel Motius that I left out here. I have a lot of seed and I have these pots. I've been keeping two Abel Motius in pots for, I don't know, three or four years now. And it's kind of been my seed bank, basically. But last year I had planted Abel Motius out here in the flower garden. And this year it came back from, I guess, maybe from seed or maybe possibly from the roots. I'm not for certain. So I'm hoping maybe the same thing will happen this year, maybe even from the pots. So I need to move these pots actually back to, back to my potting bench area. We'll see next time I may, maybe I'll leave them out here and just when it freezes again, I'll just throw a blanket over them. Hopefully they'll come back. And I've been harvesting mustard greens for salad because that has been it's the one green actually I've got some lettuce doing okay here and I've tried to get some kale growing in this one corner of the garden but it happens to be under a ash tree and there's a sweet gum nearby and it drops a lot of leaves over here so I'm always fishing leaves out and it has smothered the seedlings a few times so next time I need to grow seedlings out a little bit bigger before I put them out on this portion of the garden it doesn't really affect the other side of the garden nearly as much. But there is quite a bit of some broken tree limbs I need to chunk over the fence. And I had tried to sow some spinach under where these limbs fell. I don't know if they came up or not. Let's see if I can even see anything. I don't think they did. I don't see it. I see a bunch of weeds. Spinach is kind of finicky for us. This doesn't really get cool enough. Okay, well, I had some collard green seedlings again. These leaves just aren't very good. I'm gonna have to get in here and... Leaves are great until they smother your seedlings, right? Get in here and clean up. Just don't have that much time. Oh, it's a nice collard green is doing really well. Kind of uh, trying to think of the cleavers is what this is. I'm trying to think of the actual scientific name to rattle off for you guys, but I don't 
have it off the top of my head, but there's one collard green that's hanging in here with a bunch of cleavers. Oh yeah, there's work to do. Just haven't felt like doing a whole lot of work. The sugar snap peas my husband planted are doing well as well. Oh yeah, and while we're over here, I did manage to save a squash, a yellow squash. I put double layer of uh, of a sheet on it and it has a few frosted uh, burnt leaves but it is recovering okay but the sad state is my poor pumpkin vine and I don't you know the vine itself is still green all the leaves are toast the vine itself is still green I don't know how long this is gonna last I think the plants probably dead but I may just leave the pumpkins on the vine until it's really, really dead and not green. So we'll see. Maybe we'll just come and trim a bunch of these leaves off. See if I tried to cover this pumpkin. It spread over three trellises that and it randomly germinated. And I thought it was going to be another spaghetti squash. My random sp spaghetti squash situation I had earlier in the summer, but it is turning out to not be that situation. It was a pumpkin. <laughs> so I am very not good in my cucurbits apparently this year. And I've got weeds galore. I actually planted the base of one of these trellises because I figured I knew this pumpkin would be toast eventually. I planted some um, uh, sweet peas here and a couple of them have come up but not as many as I was hoping. So I'm not sure. Again I have so many weeds to pull out here and just gonna have to start tackling it this weekend one one bed by one bed I did plant some other sweet peas in the perimeter beds and I'm trying to get them trained to have some dwarf ones and some regular ones I'm trying to get them trained sorry if I get too close to the microphone a few times I'm bending down so that's kind of the status of the uh, edible garden at the moment. Some things are thriving, other things are in between, and it's about where we're at. So we went camping for Thanksgiving to two different state parks, and I recorded on my phone because I forgot to grab my this handy portable recorder here, and we rec I recorded some stuff from our hikes there. So I'm gonna have two episodes. Hopefully in December, maybe one of them will be for January of some hiking and botanizing out there and learning plants that I don't really see too often out that direction. And I do want to have a little announcement too because I forgot to update here on the podcast. I, I posted, if you're on Instagram, I posted that I i am ending the read-along for Gathering Moss. I... I was excited about it and as I kept going along I just I was struggling with feeling like I was portraying it and trying to get the information out in a a listenable way I should say and it was actually the point where I didn't even want to read the book because I was hating doing what I was doing and I didn't want to read and feel like I hated doing it I wanted to be able to read it and enjoy it and I think maybe the setup for a read-along like that would have been good if I had a co-host or 
had just roped somebody in to do that with me, but I didn't. Uh, so I tried. I didn't like how it was going. I'm still th hoping to finish the book and maybe I'll just do a synopsis at the end. Like, hey, this book's really cool or something like that. I don't know. Uh, so I tried it. I didn't like it. And it was my podcast. I could do what I want, right? So I ended up archiving the two episodes I did produce and... I appreciate if you did listen along and I appreciate if you did decide to buy the book. So I am sorry uh, that I'm follow that I'm falling, that I'm not following through, <laughs> excuse my brain break there, um, that I'm not following through with what I set out to do, but it just, it wasn't working for me and I didn't want to put out uh, more just sub quality episodes just because I said I was going to, I'd rather produce something I enjoy and get information out and that's, um, that's my goal. That's also something I've been thinking about too with the podcast is where I want to take it. I know I've been a little bit, these rambly episodes since the pandemic started, but I'd like to get more focused once again and be a little more informative. I'm also just kind of struggling uh, a lot of that um, comparison issues with other podcasts and it's just really dumb. I know I should be past that, but I just want the podcast to be successful. I want the information to get out there, and I want, I want to find my niche. And I'm still trying to find my niche, but I think my niche is going to be just native plants and getting people out and interested in nature. So I appreciate all of you guys listening this year and coming back with my reboot, I should say, with the pandemic and letting me ramble and just enjoy gardening in a different perspective and share it with you guys. I, I still have my newsletter. I have been enjoying doing that about monthly. I need to get another one out here this month. I've been enjoying doing that and I still would like to eventually get back into interviewing guests at least once a month or, you know, twice a quarter or something like that. In addition to these solo episodes. So with that, I will be back in a few weeks with another episode probably one of the episodes from the hiking that we did and maybe another bonus episode for the holidays but I will see everybody in the new year with a new podcast uh, don't forget ratings and reviews on iTunes go a long way subscribing to the newsletter goes a long way um, there's interactions on uh, Instagram and or Facebook I kind of on Facebook now. I've been trying to like cross post things I do on Instagram onto Facebook. So that way, you know, that's shared um, as well. I don't spend a ton of time there, but uh, if that's your method of social media, hop on over there. I will try to be better at posting some stuff once or twice a week there. And as always, the gardenpathpodcast.com. Hope you have a lovely December and it's not too cold in your neck of the woods. <laughs>